You're at Aaron and Cleo's wedding. Here's Aaron standing alone. Which of these ladies is his wife to be? It's this one. Look, there's her name, Cleo, on her bracelet. Three girls are fighting over a doll. It belongs to one of them, but each of the three says it's hers. Who do you think the real owner of the doll is? It must be this girl. Look, she and the doll have matching outfits. It's Halloween, and some people got dressed as ghosts, but there's one real ghost among them. Who do you think it is? Look, this person doesn't cast a shadow. Three friends went camping. Two of them are real people, and one is a robot. Take a closer look at the photo of them and tell me who you think the robot is. It must be this guy. Take a look at the footprints each of them left. This guy's footprints are actually wheel prints, which is not very common for a real human. Amanda and her mom are participating in a game show. It's the final round, and Amanda's task is to figure out which of these two women is her mom. Both women are wearing masks, so Amanda cannot see their faces. Can you help her? Pay attention to the woman's hair color. Amanda is redheaded. This woman has red hair too, so I'd bet it's her mom. In any case, Amanda must know what color her mom's hair is, so she's safe here. Local police got information that their little town had been invaded. Officers started walking around asking for people's ID cards. I'll show them to you one by one, and you must decide who looks suspicious. For example, this one. What's your verdict? Look at this guy's birth year. No, it's definitely not a real ID. Here's another one. What can you say about this lady? Look at her place of residence. It's just the name of some place. There's no mention of a state or country. Nope, this person is suspicious too. The next person is this young lady, and here's her ID card. Do you see anything suspicious? She seems fine to me. I'd let her go. Another one. What about this person? This time, pay attention to this photo. All document photos should have a white background. This one isn't an officially issued ID card, so I'd say he's suspicious. I have the last suspect for you. What do you say? Is there anything we should be concerned about?
No, he's okay. Let him go. A rich lady, Mrs. Reed, was looking for a person to clean her house every week. She invited three candidates and asked them why they wanted the job. Amelia said she wanted to earn some money during the summer to travel to another state with her friends. Colton said his mother forced him to do something in the summer so that he didn't play video games all day long. Danica said she was totally broke and needed money to survive. When they left, Mrs. Reed saw that her diamond necklace was missing. She guessed that one of the candidates had stolen it, so she invited them again. Take a look at them and figure out who the thief is. It's Danica. She said she was broke. The last time she was there, she was wearing old clothes. But look at her now. She has new clothes, gold earrings, and an iPhone. She must have stolen the necklace and sold it. On a snowy winter day, police got a call that one of the houses in the neighborhood had been robbed. A detective visited people living there, but everyone said that they'd been staying at home because of the weather. Still, the detective understood who was lying. This person became the main suspect. Who is it? It must be the person living in this house. He said he'd been staying at home, but he obviously parked his car after the snow had already built up on the driveway. So, the car was away for a while. Why would he lie? Another day, another crime. Mr. Spencer, a businessman, was robbed. He said he'd had a heavy safe full of cash in his bedroom. Now it was gone, and he was worried that he didn't have any proof that he'd ever possessed it. Still, a detective said that he believed the man and asked for details. How did the detective know the businessman wasn't a liar? Look, there's dents on the floor. Something really heavy was indeed standing there for a long time. There was another robbery in a small town. And the main suspect was Damon, the victim's old friend turned enemy and ex-business partner. The next day, on August 7th, the police paid Damon a visit. He wasn't at home. When they reached him by phone, Damon said he was on vacation in Greece and that he left a week before. The police examined his apartment. When the detective looked around, he realized Damon had left recently. How did he understand it? Look at the calendar on the wall. It says August 6th, which is the day of the crime. If Damon had really left the week before, his calendar would date back to the day when he departed instead of yesterday. In a small town, someone had stolen all the chicken nuggets from a local store. The store owner called the police and they started the investigation. There were three suspects. Mr. Jones said that he'd already been at work at that time. Mr. Cullen said that his family was vegan, so he wouldn't be interested in chicken nuggets. Mr. Martin said the police had just woken him up. Who's a liar? The thief is Mr. Collins. He said his family was vegan, but look, they keep chickens. That's suspicious. Someone stole a bike in a small town, and the police were working hard to find it. There were three main suspects, all of them teenagers. 
Ava said that she'd been out with her friends and had just returned home. Brian said that his mom had made him paint a fence, and that's what he'd been doing. Caleb said he'd been playing with his brother in the garden. Who lied? Brian, look, the fence is red, but the grass next to it doesn't have any stains, so the fence isn't likely to be freshly painted. Aiko and Della were sisters. Aiko was broke. She asked Della to lend her some money, but Della refused. Several minutes later, Della went downstairs, and Aiko noticed there was a $20 bill on Della's desk, so she took it, with an intention to return it one week later. When Della came back and asked where the bill was, Aiko said that a gust of wind had suddenly blown inside and the bill had flown out the window. Della didn't believe her and asked her to give the money back. How did Della realize it was a lie? If a gust of wind had blown into the room, nothing would have flown out of the window. It would have been swept from the table to the floor, but not the other way around. During a visit to an antique store, Rachel found a peculiar piece of gold. It turned out that the man who brought it to the shop mentioned it had once belonged to a pirate named Captain Benedict Jameson. He said he had hidden the rest of his treasures on an island. The map was hidden inside a cave that was located on a beach on the same island but no one has managed to find the treasure yet. Rachel was intrigued, so she called her friend Jeremy and convinced him to set sail there to search for this treasure. After weeks of sailing, they arrived at the island and looked for the cave first. Can you spot it? Here it is. Three different paths within the cave led to the map. Which one should they choose? Notice the blinking eyes of a wild animal waiting for its prey in the shadows of the second path? There is a rather large spider web blocking the third path. That must only mean there's a large spider that made it. So, the safest option is the first path. They arrived at the end of the cave and found three wooden boxes. Each had a different map on it. Only one map will lead them to the treasure. Which map should they choose? The area that the first map shows is surrounded by trees. The second map shows an area surrounded by the ocean. The area on the third map is surrounded by mountains. So, since they're on an island, they should choose the second map. On the back of the treasure map, they found a message written by Captain Benedict himself. Congratulations, traveler. You've picked the correct map. Now you're a step closer to finding the rest of my wealth. But I warn you, the journey ahead won't be simple. You'll have to solve every riddle that I have for you, and only then will you be able to find my treasure. 
According to the map, they had to enter the forest. Captain Benedict left another riddle on the map about it. My friend will accompany you from here on, but first, you have to find the tree that it lives on. Look for a fruitful palm tree. If you try to bite the fruit I'm talking about, you'll break your teeth. I guarantee. Take a look around. Which tree do you think that the captain is talking about? Some of these trees don't have any fruit at all, so none of them can be the tree the captain mentioned. These trees have bananas on them, but you won't break your teeth if you eat bananas. Then it must be this tree with coconuts, because you'll definitely break your teeth if you try to bite a coconut. When they got closer to the tree, they noticed an engraving on it. It said, Look up and find my friend Jonathan the monkey. Take him with you on your journey, because he knows where I hid the key. Then Rachel and Jeremy looked up and saw three monkeys. Which monkey do you think Jonathan is? Notice that the third monkey is holding the same piece of gold as the one Rachel found at the antique store? This guy must have access to the treasure, so he must be Jonathan. Rachel and Jeremy tried taking Jonathan with them, but he refused to even move. How do you think they can convince Jonathan to come with them? Luckily, there's banana trees around, so they should just give him a banana to gain his trust. Jeremy wanted to climb one of the banana trees to pick a banana, but they were all very tall, and it seemed impossible to climb any of them. However, Rachel suddenly burst with excitement after seeing something that would help Jeremy. What did Rachel see? Take a closer look at the trees. One of them has an old rope ladder attached to it. Jeremy can climb up there to get a banana. After Jeremy had picked a banana, Jonathan the monkey got down from the tree to get it. While he was eating his banana, Rachel and Jeremy felt hungry and decided to take a break to eat something too. However, when they reached for the food in their bags, everything was gone. Can you guess what happened? Did you notice something strange as Jeremy was climbing the tree? Let's rewind a bit to show you what happened. The monkeys were stealing all the food from Jeremy and Rachel's bags. Rachel and Jeremy had nothing else to eat other than the bananas off of the trees. But when Jeremy tried to climb up the rope ladder again, the rope broke. Now that they wouldn't be able to pick any bananas, they had to find something else to eat. They walked around and came across a waterfall. Rachel suggested that they catch some fish. Jeremy then caught three different fish, but only one of them was safe to eat. Can you tell which one? They should eat the first fish because the second fish has spikes on it, so it's not suitable to eat. 
The third fish isn't real. It's electronic. It has small cameras instead of eyes. They fell asleep after eating, trying to figure out where the electronic fish came from. The next morning, when Jeremy woke up, he realized that Rachel was gone. Then they heard a man's voice. Jeremy couldn't figure out where it was coming from, but Jonathan the monkey pointed to the electronic fish. The voice said, I have your friend. Answer this riddle of mine if you want to see your friend again. There's a one-story house in which everything is green. Green walls, green doors, green furniture. What color are the stairs? Since it's only a one-story house, there aren't any stairs in it. Suddenly, the waterfall stopped flowing, and the cave appeared behind it. The voice said, Enter! Inside, an evil scientist was waiting for Jeremy. He said that he was going to give him a chance to save his friend. He took Jeremy to a water tank with three different creatures in it. The scientist said, One of these creatures is Rachel, but the other two are not human at all. I will free your friend if you can guess correctly which one she is. Take a closer look at the second creature. There are definitely human legs covered with seaweed. That must be Rachel. The evil scientist set Rachel free, but didn't let them leave the cave just yet. He showed them three gates. If they choose the right one, they'll be free to go. Behind the first gate, hundreds of poisonous snakes are waiting. Behind the second gate, there is a vicious vampire. Behind the third gate, there is a pack of hungry wolves. Which door should they choose? They should choose the second door. It's morning outside. The sun is shining bright and vampires can't survive the sun. After Rachel, Jeremy, and Jonathan got free, they got back on the trail following the map and arrived at the side of a cliff. There were three different bridges in front of them from which they could walk across to the other side. Which bridge should they choose? The wooden bridge looks very old. It won't be able to hold their weight. Even though the metal bridge looks sturdy, it's very narrow and it has no railings. They might lose their balance and fall. So, they should choose the glass bridge. As they continued their journey, they walked into a swamp without noticing and they got stuck in it. There were three ropes hanging from a tree with which they could pull themselves out. Which rope should they choose? The first and the third rope are no ropes at all. One of them is a snake and the other is a tiger's tail. So they should choose the second rope. After they saved themselves from the swamp, they were finally able to make it to the last destination that was marked on the map. There was a trap door in the ground. They had to go through it, but it was locked with a five-letter combination padlock. 
However, Captain Benedict left a clue on how to unlock it in his notes, and the clue was 3, 8, 5, 19, 20. What do you think it means? Each number represents its respective letter in the alphabet. The third letter of the alphabet is C. The eighth letter is H. The fifth letter is E. The nineteenth letter is S. And the twentieth letter is T. So the passcode is the word CHEST. Once they opened the door, they saw a staircase leading to an underground room. When they entered it, they found three different chests. Only one of them holds the treasure. Which one is it? Can you see the ants coming in and out of the first chest carrying small pieces of food? And a sticky, slime-like substance is oozing from the third chest. It must be filled with whatever that is. But there is a golden reflection coming from the second chest. That can only mean the gold is in there. They left the room with the treasure chest. However, the chest was locked, and the map didn't have any more notes or directions on it. Jonathan started pulling Rachel's shirt as if he wanted to say something. Then, she remembered Captain Benedict's previous note. My friend Jonathan the monkey knows where I hid the key. So she and Jeremy started following Jonathan. They arrived at a beautiful garden with three statues. Each statue was holding a key. And only one of them would open the treasure chest. Which one should they choose? Take a closer look at the treasure chest. The lock of the chest has a little emerald on it. The first key has a ruby on it. The second key is decorated with an amethyst. And the third key has an emerald on it. Since it matches the lock, this must be the key they should choose.